Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 132 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I want to inspire you to take more action. At the end of the day, if you want to be a successful investor, you need to get out there and do the things you need to do to acquire the property, to give you the cash flow, to give you the time freedom. But it all starts with you taking action. Now, Before you take action, there is an element of education I recommend you do. Any fool can go and buy a property, and many fools do go and buy property. And by educating yourself, you can save yourself time, you can save yourself money, and you can save yourself stress from making expensive mistakes. However, there does come a point where you need to stop educating yourself and start taking action. Now, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want to become a more successful investor. And one of the main things you can do is do more, take more action. Now, there are several things involved in this. Um, First of all, you need to motivate yourself and inspire yourself. That really starts with having a clear reason why you want to do this and have very clear goals and objectives of what you want to achieve. If you don't know what you want to achieve, how on earth do you know if you're moving in the right direction? And if you don't have a really good reason why, life is going to get in the way and stop you from doing the things you know you should do, but you may not be doing. So get really clear on what you want and why you want it. But what I want to talk about in this particular episode is what might be stopping you from moving forward. And in fact, that's a great question to ask yourself. What's stopping me? What's stopping me? Now, it might be nothing stopping you. You're out there, you're doing lots of things, you're getting great results, which is fantastic. And I hope that's the case for you. However, I'm pretty sure if you're really honest with yourself, most people think, yeah, I could be achieving more. I could be getting better results. And so why is that? And sometimes it's people out there, they're doing lots of things and it's frustrating because they're not getting results. And the problem is not because they're not taking action, but because they're not doing the right things. And I believe actually it's doing the right things consistently that gets you results. So by training and educating yourself, you should learn what the right things are. The question is, are you actually following the process? Are you doing all the things you've been trained to do? And sometimes the devil is in the detail. So for example, um, one of my favorite strategies to find Um, motivated sellers is by sending letters to HMO landlords. There's a good chance that some of the landlords in your area uh, are looking to retire or they're frustrated or they're fed up with the regulation. And actually, if you are offering to take their property on for them, either rent it or buy it from them, they might be very interested in that. And so writing direct to landlords is a way to find off-market opportunities. Landlords are often more commercially minded they might be more flexible to some creative kind of deal such as vend finance purchase option rent to rent etc more so than a normal homeowner so this is why landlords are great people to send letters to however you've got to do it in the right way so you've got to treat it as a campaign just sending one letter to a landlord is not going to be sufficient because maybe they didn't even get it 
maybe they're interested, but they put it on a to-do pile and they've forgotten about it. Or maybe they're not interested right now. And by sending a series of letters, like a campaign of letters to the landlord, you're prompting them and reminding them. And who knows, one letter might arrive at just the right time. So I hear about people who say, well, yeah, I've, I've learned about landlord letters and I'm going to send 20 out to my local land to see if it works or not. And maybe if you send 20 letters out, you may not get any single reply. And they say, oh, well, that doesn't work. Well, it does work if you do it correctly, if you trust the process. Um, you should be communicating to all of the landlords in your area because you don't know which of that 5% are the ones that are interested or not. If you only send letters to half of them, it might be that that half are not the randomly, not the half that are interested. I hope this kind of makes sense. So it's about following the training you've done correctly. However, sometimes people say, oh, I just need to do a bit more research. I just need to do a bit more training. Um, I've done training with X and now I need to do some training with Y. Well, hopefully the training with X was all you needed to do. And actually, it might be a lack of confidence. It might be this need to think you need to know everything. Well, let me let you into a little secret here. If you think I need to know more and I need to know all the details, the reality is you probably know enough already to get started. Do you have all the answers? Maybe not. But if you're waiting to get all of the answers and all of the information, frankly, you'll be waiting a long time. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know how everything works. What's more important is to have a network of people around you so that when you get a problem or something you don't know, you can tap into that network and ask them for help. Now, that's something a lot of people don't like doing. You know, people like to have the impression they can do everything on their own. Well, the reality is no one does that. Everyone has people they tap into. Every, well, every successful person has people they can tap into, they can reach out to, they can get coaching and guiding and help from. Because unless you're some sort of superman or superwoman, what makes you think you need to do everything on your own? And sometimes people are shy. They don't like to reach out to other people. They don't like admitting that they need help. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, smart people know that asking for help is a really wise thing to do. So I was speaking to one of my masterminders uh, recently, and she said that um, she wanted to do a particular strategy and she didn't felt as if she knew enough. And I said, look, have you actually implemented what you've learned yet? She said, no, not yet. I said, well, why don't you give that a try? Because it's amazing when you follow the process and you try putting things into practice, you start to see results coming. And it's amazing, sometimes people want, almost want to get results before they take action. They want proof, well, does this really work? Well, again, if you're learning from someone who's been doing this a while, they will know exactly what works, and you just have to trust the process and do what they say. Um, let me give you an example here. Uh, sometimes people say, well, um, I want to do purchase lease options, and I need to understand the purchase lease concept contract so that I can explain it to the sellers. Um, the reality is, well, you don't need to know how to do a purchase option agreement because a solicitor should always do that agreement for you. Um, the reason we use solicitors is because they obviously know what they're doing. Um, they have professional indemnity insurance. If they make a mistake, you can go back to them and claim on their insurance. Whereas if you try and do a contract yourself and you make a mistake, the only person you can blame is yourself. And so it's recognizing that there'll be experts and people who you can tap into. And sometimes when people say, oh, I need to understand this, I need to know that, it's detail you just don't need to know. 
So the only thing you need to know when you're doing a purchase option, for example, is the heads of terms. The heads of terms is the agreement which you come up with the owner of the property, which states, you know, your name and their name and, and how much you're buying the property for and any monthly payments and who's taking care of maintenance and things. So you need to have an agreement of what you're doing, but you don't need to know how to put that into a legal contract because that's what the solicitor does for you. Um, in some of my trainings, I talk about the fact that uh, when people are asking questions, saying, I need to know this, need to know that. And say, well, you, you really don't need to know that. I give the example and say, look, in this room, uh, the lights are on. How do we turn the lights off? And people look a bit puzzled and say, well, what do you mean? And well, it's a really simple question. How do you turn the lights off? You just go and flick the switch and the lights turn off. And how do you turn the lights back on? We go and flick the switch again. Now, obviously, we need to know which switch to flick. There might be several switches in the room. We need to find the right one, obviously. But ultimately, to turn the lights on and off, we just flick the switch. Do we need to know how a light bulb works do we need to understand how electricity flows through an incandescent light bulb and creates light no we don't need to know that we just need to know where to go and flick the switch in a similar way do we need to know everything about contract law no we just need to know the right solicitor to use in a similar way do you need to know everything about planning well no you could just go to a planning consultant and instead of you trying to learn everything you think you need to know why not work with someone who's got 25 30 years experience in that field and they will have the answers so i guess my my main message on this week's podcast is if you think you need more information and more learning as long as you have a base level of knowledge, probably you have enough to get started. Does that mean you don't need to learn more? No, you can always learn more. And as a lifelong learner myself, I'm always investing in myself. I'm always upskilling my knowledge and my skills to make sure I can be a better, more successful person. However, I don't know it all. And I'm okay with not knowing it all. And I'm okay with recognizing that I don't need to know everything. All I need to have is people around me who I can tap into and ask them questions and get help when I need it. And sometimes that help is free. Sometimes that help is paid for. Um, another thing that people as landlords and investors don't like doing is they don't like paying for expert help. Well, that's kind of crazy. I want to go to a specialist who's got years and years of knowledge, experience, and that's what I'm paying for. It's not the the few hours of work they're doing for me it's their knowledge and experience that will help me avoid expensive mistakes that's what i'm tapping into that's what i'm paying for look if you wanted to go and have an operation you wouldn't want to go and get it from a friend who can do it for you for free you'd want to go and find the best possible docs you can to make sure the operation is done correctly and to the highest possible standards Treat your property investing like a business. Recognize sometimes you need to make investments, but those investments will pay off. And it all comes down to taking action. So stop overthinking things. Stop procrastinating. Just get out there and start doing things. Personally, I believe when you invest in yourself, when you learn, you get training, you're more invested, you're more likely to take action because obviously you want to get results on the training that you've had and the investment that you've made. However, if you want to learn for free, you can learn for free. And one of the ways you can do that, you can listen to all of these podcasts. There's a huge amount of information I give away completely free. You could go and watch my YouTube channels. Again, we give a huge amount of information for free. The problem with free information is because it's free, people often don't value it. 
And yet when someone's come on a paid course or training with us, they tend to take more action because they value the information they've been given. So my question I want you to think about is what's stopping you moving forward? If it's a need for more information, more knowledge, well, why don't you just try implementing some of the information you have? And when you get stuck, reach out and get some help. So I hope this has been useful. I hope it's inspired you to really take action. And my question I'd like to ask you is, what are you going to do as a result of listening to this podcast? Don't just jump onto the next episode or listen to something else. Please get out a piece of paper and a pen and write down what's an action you're going to take as a result. Maybe it's something you've been thinking about for a while, but you haven't done, you've been putting it off, and you know you just need to do it. If you did that one thing, listening to this podcast, hopefully has inspired you to take that action. It's been time well spent. As ever, I'd like to encourage you, until the next episode, to invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media and I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.